0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Daddy Duty 365 where celebrity dads tell all the good, the bad, and the funny of fatherhood. Now you already know who I'm with today. I have Two, not one, but two special guests that what may have your wives wanted to watch this on YouTube a little later, so don't be jealous about that, but uh, <laughs> we have a double dose of light skinned daddies on set today. We have actor Boris Kojo, you already know that man, and his brother Patrick Kojo, who is a nutritionist, the life coach, do it all, and you guys are also together the owners of Kofit, the health and lifestyle app to get everybody healthy, right? That's right. All right, well, they're also fathers. So we're going to start off by giving them the roll call, we call it the Kid Roll Call. Call. So, tell us about your kids, ages, sex, gender, all that good stuff.
1: Sex and gender, okay. Yeah, yeah. um, <laughs> I like,
0: maybe I shouldn't say sex. I'll say gender instead, yeah. So.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> we got Sophie. Uh, she's 14 and a half. She's a freshman in high school. And then we have Nicholas, who just turned 13 and he is in eighth grade. Okay. Um, Sophie's a girl mm-hmm. and Nicholas is a boy. <laughs> got that.
2: Got that. I have uh, my daughter Ruby, who's eight. He's uh, the rock star. And I uh, have my stepson, Troy, who's 15. And he's a uh, sophomore in high school. So okay. I uh, keep All us right. busy. Yeah. yeah, very busy. I want
0: to know, what do you guys think is the best part about being a father?
1: Wow. I, I, yeah. The best part of being a father, there's, there's a lot of best parts uh, about being a father. Uh, I think one of the best parts is that your life... Takes on a purpose, mm. right? Because when you're in your in your in your 20s and you just get out of college and you're sort of roaming, roaming the earth, uh, doing a whole lot of international research, if you know what I mean. Right. Um, I like that. You know, you you your your purpose is 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 not uh, you know um, substantiated yet. But mm-hmm. once you have a child, it all comes into focus really fast. Mm-hmm. That, that second. It's not about you anymore. So yeah.
2: that uh, that greater purpose, but it, to me, it's also that uh, all the, the the small moments, the mm-hmm. little moments that you you kind of you uh, find yourself just watching them, and and, uh, and you just you just lost in the moment. That that, that happens rarely in life to mm-hmm. me, where you just uh, can kind of really sink yourself into a, a moment, and that uh, a lot to me, it did happen a lot with your kids, mm-hmm. and just to, to to watch them growing into their own personalities and, and, mm-hmm. and kind of figuring things out. Mm-hmm. I think it's
0: great. That's pretty cool. So take us back to when you guys are growing up in Europe and you know it's, it's just interesting sometimes to see how two people may be growing up in the same household but then they have two different lifestyles on how to raise their kids and all that type of things. So what was it like growing up, the Kojos?
1: Wow, I mean, you know, growing up in Germany as two black kids, mm-hmm. it, it, was, it was rough at times. Kids are brutal, so we were, you know, bullied uh, um, pretty much every day. Mm-hmm. Um, but we also had great friends, we had a great environment, uh, you know, lots of sports. And um, my mother was really influential in us um, seeing a lot of Europe. You know, mm-hmm. we used to travel a bunch. She, she used to just throw us in the car and we would go. And nice. whether it's the south of France or Switzerland, it was right around the corner. So um, we had a open-minded uh, upbringing, very aware of our mixed culture, you know, heritage. My father being from Ghana, even though he, he wasn't around when we were growing up, um, my mother made an effort for us to understand that uh, we had a, um, you know, a, a culture um, in West Africa, and that we had a culture in Germany, and so it was. It was a. It was a. We had everything we needed. We we had lots of friends. Um, there were certainly obstacles and challenges, but, and I, I think, one major thing for me was that we always had each other, mm. um, which was huge. If I or if he had been alone, uh, all these sort of uh, the adversity that he would have had to face by himself you know not having a father Mm -hmm. would have been rough because we didn't have anybody to identify with in terms of skin color and Mm -hmm. um, back then there was no internet so we couldn't just google you know other you know black kids and uh, you know we uh, I knew about Michael Jordan I knew about Michael Jackson Mm -hmm. didn't know about Michael Jordan yet knew about Michael Jackson Stevie Wonder later on Magic Johnson those were sort of the the people that had an impact on us growing up, but other than that, we just had each other. Wow. It yeah, just theoretic impact, right?
2: We were literally the only two little black dudes in our little village in the southwest corner of Germany. Um, but yeah, just just having each other, and then you know, we, we give our, our mom a lot of credit in instilling that foundation of, of trust in life and self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: would you say you had any father figure, regardless of color, any person who was played that father figure role?
1: Yeah, I think um, there's, there's a lot of people who, who can be that sort of uh, person who mm-hmm. can inspire you and who can teach you about manhood. It doesn't necessarily have to be a father. Mm-hmm. You know, it can be, um, it doesn't have to be family. Mm-hmm. It could be, for me, it was a tennis coach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I had a tennis coach who was really influential about... Um, Principles and values in terms of mm-hmm. being a man and and um, you know making the right choices in life. Um, we had a couple of those sort of figures around. I think, mm-hmm. I think for him it was was basketball coach. Um, for
2: me, me, it was him too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, still is. Mm-hmm. He's so, five years older, and then for me, it was always, always him, yeah. mm-hmm. primarily.
1: And um, yeah, I think it's important for any boy growing up that you have that um, that that focus on someone who models for you what it means to be a man, first Mm -hmm. of all. Mm -hmm. So we certainly had a few people around who fit that profile, um, which was necessary and very important for us because our father wasn't around. Mm
0: -hmm and you mentioned sports I know you played tennis you play basketball how are you incorporating some of those skills you learned growing up in, in sports with your kids and you know is it all about just having fun just go out there and have a good time or are you like no come on we gotta win <laughs> we gotta <laughs> you
1: know it, it's, it's interesting because I mean, sports I think teaches so many lessons mm-hmm. uh, I give tennis I give sports I give tennis all the credit for the life I lead today for mm-hmm. sure without tennis I wouldn't be here in this country, because tennis, you know, allowed me to come here mm-hmm. a get a scholarship mm-hmm. and, and play tennis. And and uh, you learn a lot on the tennis court as well as on a basketball court. You learn a lot about uh, confidence, about teamwork. You learn about uh, resilience. That was mm-hmm. huge for me, because in tennis, you miss, you miss a ball. You can't um, spend a lot of time, you know. Mm-hmm going crazy about it, you got to move on to the next point. It's the same in life, you mm-hmm. know, when when you're facing challenges, you can't harbor and, 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 and spend weeks, you know, sort of getting, you know, being in a depression about it, you got to move mm-hmm. on, you got to yeah. get back up, and, and I think I think that's taught me a lot, as well as, uh, you know, social skills, mm-hmm. um, very mm-hmm. important as well. And in terms of my kids, um, for me it was important for my kids to fall in love with sports. Mm-hmm. That was the major thing because I believe sports as well as music um, is a great um, asset to kids uh, for their development, for, for a well-rounded development. Yeah, yeah. You Absolutely. know, so, so for me the first thing was I want you to fall in love with sports mm-hmm. and then, okay, if you show me initiative, if you show me that um, you have drive and you have heart and you want to achieve something, I'm there to support you.
0: Okay. What about you? I know you're always in the gym doing stuff, so what about... Yeah. How, how do you incorporate that with everything? Because so I know sometimes you're at the games and
2: <laughs> going to practice. And oh, yeah. I mean, should, and, and that's, you know... Uh-huh. I'll, I'll piggyback off what he said. It's about... To me, it's about support. Yeah. Until, you know, definitely until, you know, uh, until you mid-teens for, for me and in terms of the kids, it's about them having fun, mm-hmm. number, number one. Because, you, you know, if, if you... If you push too much as a, as a, as a parent, it, uh, you know, it has likelihood increases for it to go sideways mm-hmm. in terms of the kids relationship with sports and, and, and just questioning everything they could possibly learn and implement in their lives to uh, you know the, the, the potential for, for them to question that mm-hmm. um, increases the more you push right mm-hmm. so you want you want them to kind of take the lead in, mm-hmm. in uh, into developing their own relationship with sports and then to derive whatever they can from it and I think it's a great, great vehicle for, for kids to learn and to, to you know, because most, especially for for me, especially with with team sports, mm-hmm. there's so many parallels to life that you can you mm-hmm. can derive from sports. Mm-hmm. And so it becomes a, a you know a very very beneficial proposition for for kids to be involved in that.
0: What are some of the parallels? Because you know a lot of parents would be like, oh, I don't, they're dangerous. I don't want my kids involved in sports and things mm-hmm. like that.
2: So what are some of the things that you think they could learn and pull from I, that? For for me specifically with with, the, with my sport with basketball, I think it it translates directly just because. Um, in basketball, and, and uh, you know, stop me if I'm getting too technical and too specific, but but you uh, you have to do everything. You play mm-hmm. defense. You play offense. You uh, you kind of pay your dues on defense. It's not fun, but you got to do it. It's part of sports, just like the the, the work and the, the, the discipline and the, the you know whatever you have to put on, uh, um, put into your your life, your career. Um, it may not be fun, but mm-hmm. you do it. So you can succeed, right? Mm-hmm. So that 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 in, in a team sport like basketball, you have you also have to work with other people. You you have to um, kind of uh, you know develop your social skills, and uh, so they're, they're you know, if, you know I'm, I'm, I don't want to bore you to death, but but <laughs> they you know there's so many parallels that you can you can translate directly into all yeah. in, into many other areas of life, and um, but but, but you know, even with individual sports like tennis, there's you know there's the discipline, there's the the the, the grit, the, um, you know any there's a lot of things that you can you can uh, take directly from the sport and apply it to any area of your life and, and, uh, and uh, benefit. Yeah,
0: and I love so. how you keep that whole fitness aspect alive in your families and how you bring your families into CoFit, that family app that's really showing that anybody can do these things. that You guys are saying you just want people to get active, right?
1: We want people to introduce some healthy habits into their mm-hmm. lives because mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes people are intimidated by the, the daunting task of working out for an hour. Uh, a lot of people don't have the time, a lot of people don't have the money to, mm-hmm. to, to, for, for gym memberships. Mm-hmm. So we want to we wanna introduce some t- simplicity and effectiveness into their lives in terms of health and fitness. Um, just five minutes a day, mm-hmm. you know, when you do it on a consistent basis, you're introducing a healthy habit into your life and it has a, a huge effect on how you feel mm-hmm. um, physically, mm-hmm. mentally, spiritually, and when you do it with your family you're more likely to do it again because it's more fun
0: you say five minutes like literally just five minutes literally of, just five like, minutes. is that like an intense like 90 percent or are you just like i'm just like a nice little walk or
1: <laughs> stroll no no five quarter. five minutes of moving you know obviously we'll do we do we do a bunch of resistance uh stuff and that three or four exercises that you mm-hmm. you do it for three for three rounds that's something i mean yeah yeah you, you'll be sweating like yeah you'll be sweating.
2: like i'm i'm, I'm I'm sweating after our five-minute workouts. Um, yeah. Get me to sweat. So yeah, that's to so it us. It's about getting started somewhere, mm-hmm. right? Most people just stay on the couch, and they, they, you know, they have that daunting kind of proposition of, I got to go to the gym, drive to the gym, stay there an hour and a half, and then go nuts, and it's not fun and all that. Yeah, yeah. So for us, it's all what we do is all body weight, mm-hmm. and we have all of our. Um, workouts are 20 minutes or less. We mm-hmm. have a lot of five-minute workouts out there. We have a, a bunch of challenges that are five minutes a day. Um, so it's about introducing those habits mm-hmm. that uh, essentially work. Um, uh, they introduce a domino effect into mm-hmm. your life, right? You start somewhere, and then one, one healthy habit will uh, kind of introduce, introduce the next and inspire mm-hmm. you to, to either go a little bit longer or, or watch what you eat a little bit. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a, 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 a process of way of starting somewhere and going, you know, going to any, any direction where you
0: want. Uh, uh, where and and I like how the Cold Fit app—it it makes you feel like you're working out with your friends, with your family. Right. You exactly. know what I mean? Exactly. It makes it more fun. and yeah. pulls yeah. to just a class with loud yeah. music, and it's like, right. like,
2: oh, okay, we're just mm-hmm. chilling, working yeah. out. You're doing it together, you—you—you uh-huh. you're, know—you can, anybody can do it, any any level of, of, of skill or prowess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and you know, as a family, it, it just makes it easier and more fun. And
1: mm-hmm. it translates into your life uh, beyond mm-hmm. just the physical movement, because mm-hmm. when you do five minutes in the morning. You have a sense of accomplishment, mm-hmm. right? You mm-hmm. you just you just succeeded at doing something. Yeah. Same reason why in the military to teach you to make your bed because yeah, 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 yeah. because it's a yeah. sense of accomplishment, mm-hmm. right? You have completed a task, and that translates into your relationships, mm-hmm. uh, your your performance at work. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that it has a huge effect on your whole life. And how is it to
0: get the kids involved? Are they like? Oh, do we have to do it? Or are they? Are they like okay? Let's no, because this is
1: this has been our life, you know, uh-huh. and and our kids, we we raised them from when they were babies. They've always seen us be active mm-hmm. and. Whether it's walking outside, going for mm-hmm. hikes, or going swimming in the ocean, or, or, or working out. so And they mimic you. So, yeah. So yeah. It's lot been lot fun of... for them ever since they started, yeah. so naturally they want to be a part of it.
0: And for the sisters out there, your wife has the hair wrapped, so they can put
1: the that on. Wrap, the gym right. wrap, that's that right. The gym wrap. Get
0: the hair right, yeah. so they don't have to sweat it out. Yeah, it. to protect, <laughs> no the, excuses, edges. Right? protect <laughs> the
1: edges, protect the edges. So no excuses, right? No, you can go right from, oh. the, from the gym, or you can oh. go right from your workouts to, to the job. Yeah.
0: And I noticed when I took my kids to the gym. I feel like they get and excited about it too like they want to go like yeah. hey we're going
1: to go to the gym right.
0: sometimes especially on my day off I'm like uh I don't want to go today but they want to go so I was like okay so it does become sort of a Absolutely. family activity yeah. which, is, yeah. which is really nice to yeah. have that mm-hmm. okay so we have some things we call I love my kids but because there's always something <laughs> that grinds your gears mm-hmm. especially when you're trying to get your workout on and they're bothering you they're not letting you get it on but I love my kids mm-hmm. but what would that thing be for you all?
1: <laughs> oh man! I love my kids, but I can't stand having to tell them a thousand times to make their beds mm. or, their, or to pick up their clothes mm. off the floor. Preach, preach! Yeah. For some reason, they just think get the
0: longs on the well, floor. Well, I keep—I right. <laughs> keep reminding, I keep reminding
1: my wife that their brains are still developing their brains are not fully developed at 13 and 14 so it's we got enough we got to wait till they're 24 <laughs> no Dang. they're still actually they're still developing so so sometimes when they don't listen i got to remind myself you know just to calm myself down
0: and how does that work
1: <laughs> no <laughs> Sorry, somebody if you, if you tried, can say your abcs
0: not, you should be able to pick your clothes up off the yeah, floor that's true it's like, like the clean lady will come over mm-hmm. she'll clean the house and then turn around an hour later, Four
1: later right. like
0: what yeah. we just got this house
1: clean yeah yeah. So yeah. you deal with that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> life. Okay, what about you, like, Pat? I'm sure I'm not. I mean, just
2: general, man. Like I love my kids, but they're a lot of work. A lot of, you know. Even now at that. Uh, <laughs> but now they listen. <laughs> and and the, look, yeah. she
0: popping up like, oh really? Like,
1: <laughs> Co- continue. That's right. That's, that's, that's right. You know, she, yeah. They're listening hard now. They're ruin your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all... a lot of a lot of work, man. A lot uh-huh. of work. It's not easy. It's it's not easy. People always yeah. talk just, un- unconditional yeah. love. Yes, yes, there is unconditional love, but there's also a lot of unconditional other stuff, like unconditional yeah. fear. Yeah. <laughs> unconditional curiosity. Um. Furiosity? Mm. <laughs> furiosity. I like furiosity. I just <laughs> made that up. <laughs> it just applies Trademark. to kids. Yeah,
0: no, right? <laughs> yeah. Hashtag it. No. <laughs> so, then, uh, with, those being, with that being the case, what do you think is the hardest part? With all those things considered, what is the hardest part about being a father?
1: To <laughs> mm. me, um,. Every age brings different challenges. So right. every age brings a different hardest part. Uh, for me right now, I, I'm, I'm, starting, I'm having... I have to get used to trusting them, mm. right? Mm-hmm. Because we've instilled these values and principles in them and, ma- and taught them how to make good choices. Mm-hmm. And, and, and now uh, I have to trust them more and more. You know? yeah. I have to trust them when they walk out of the house and they want to go meet their <laughs> friends. I have to trust them at some points when they start driving. I have to trust mm-hmm. them you know, when they go off to college, I have to trust them in high school. I have to, that, that's, a, that's hard.
0: That's hard and scary, especially uh, when you can't yeah. trust them to pick up their clothes. Yeah, yeah, exactly the right. It's like, oh, man, <laughs> exactly now gotta trust right. you to go out on your own that's into the world?
1: Exactly right. So I think that's, that's the hardest <laughs> yeah. part for me to get used to that yeah. because, um, you know, I love them and I've, I think I've done a good job raising them, but now I, it's time for me to trust them. Okay. Yeah,
2: it's the, right. same, same, exact, yeah. same exact answer. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, the process of pulling away yeah. And it starts pretty early. Like my, my, my daughter's eight and it's already starting to where where, you know, it's that process is already, you know, underway. And then my, my uh my stepson choice but to get his, uh, his drive. oh, to his permit, so it's, it's, it's Are you gonna put the
0: low jack on the car? Kind of, <laughs> the oh, tracker? you know we're tracking <laughs> everything. Oh,
1: yeah. oh, Trust Speed. speed. Yes. I'm like, oh, who's in the car? Right. Oh please. please. <laughs> if No yeah. you gotta uh, cover. Yeah. You gotta cover. we got a, every kid has their own drone. <laughs> okay. Surveillance drone follows them everywhere. <laughs> yeah.
0: All right. Well, we got we got more with uh, Boris Kojo and his brother Patrick Kojo. But we're gonna be right back with Daddy Rhymes. So get ready for that Daddy Rhymes. Oh boy, that's right. Like, Hey everybody, this podcast is brought to you in part by Comcast. Don't forget to please subscribe, follow, share, and set up alerts to be notified of new episodes. And of course, more information can be found at daddyduty365.com. Now let's get back to the Kojo's. Alright, welcome back to Daddy Duty365. Boris Kojo and his brother Patrick Kojo in the building. Thank you guys for being here again. Make sure you check out their app, CoFit, by the way. We can just go to any app store and get that, right? That's this right. Fit with a K.
1: Okay. Right. There you
0: go, co-fit. Cool now, we talked about, uh, when we come back, we said we're going to do with Daddy Rhymes. And then you're like, what is Daddy Rhymes? So Daddy Rhymes mm-hmm. is where we ask our dad to sing, rap, do some prediction or some type of performance for the song that their kids love the most. It can be a song you sing to them or something they listen to on the radio. And if you can't remember wow. or think of something, okay. you have to... Make it up. Make it up on your own. Right. <laughs> on the spot.
1: So, so, so it's. It, am I singing like a message to them, or, or, or like a. Whatever you want. A a nursery could be, rhyme. It,
0: some dads do nursery rhymes. Your kids are a little older, so it could be or, a nursery rhyme they liked the when they were kids. Okay. I made up a nursery rhyme. When my kids were little, so we did that. Or it can be just a song on the radio they like listen to all the time
2: and keep playing out. Ruby, Ruby Mico, you wanna, you want you wanna jump in here. Uh-oh. What
1: is, what is your favorite song, right now?
2: We'll just just go back to what what Nico brought up this morning. Uh -uh. (laughs) Alle meine Entchen schwimmen auf dem See. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Schwimmen auf dem See. Köpfchen Köpfchen in das das Wasser, Wasser, Schwänzchen in die die Höhe. Boom. Whoa. German nursery son nursery rhyme. What what is it saying? We used to we used to sing that's, that to our kids when right. they were babies. Uh, that's right. It's uh, loosely translated all all of our little duckies uh, swimming in the lake. Just <laughs> random, random. <laughs> they're, they're trash. Head in the water, <laughs> uh, tail in the air. So it means nothing. Yeah, I was going to say, it's, nothing. nothing correlates no, no, to one another. Like. <laughs> zero message. No moral <laughs> to that story. At all. Okay. Well, Watch those duckies in the lake. That's right. They loving it for some reason. I do okay, hey, it's, like, it's a y'all, traditional... y'all still love that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're like... Uh, <laughs> like never saying, mind. Uh, crickets, <laughs> crickets. <laughs> now, are all your kids fluent in German as well?
1: Yeah, especially when we go over there. I mean, it um, takes them a little bit, but then... Um, uh, they were in school over there for four weeks or something. Oh, nice. So. Okay.
0: Now, do they yeah. just have, like, a regular two, three names, or they have, like, six, like, y'all? <laughs> <'Cause>
1: <laughs> they I, they I have gonna, a couple. Uh, they I was going to try and pressure y'all. like, yeah, yeah
0: I'm going to say the whole name. Then I was like, yeah, you hey, can do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Keep it simple. <laughs> yeah.
1: No, they have a couple names. <laughs> okay, so what, yeah. what is your name first, your full name? Mine is Boris Frederick Cecil Tenante of Fuerte Cojo.
0: And what is yours?
2: It's
1: Patrick Alexander Kitty Nene Otubo of
2: Fuerte Kojo. Wow,
0: that's a lot. Wouldn't you be like? Would you have been hurt if they would have been like, "You just Patrick, <laughs> you don't get all the
1: names"? <laughs> would I've been easy?
0: How do you get out of kindergarten
1: perfect. with so many names? Well, I mean, you know, you gotta yeah. cut it down for people. You know, just go, you yeah, know, like you just go PK. by yeah. just first yeah, and last name. That's Especially, like in, I mean, in Germany with the African yeah, names, they, they already yeah. have issues just pronouncing so, our names.
0: So. Yeah. That's all right, but you guys are doing a lot of great work with going back to Africa and bringing people back to Ghana and trying to educate people about the things that we need to know and understand about the culture there. What you know inspires you all to be so active?
1: Well, wow, well, first of all, that's that's where our dad is from, mm-hmm. so we have this kinship, we have this connection to Ghana as a country and and the continent as a whole, mm-hmm. and we, we we've always been bothered by the narrative. Mm. Um, that was sort of controlled by by popular media about war and famine and mass mm-hmm. exodus to Europe and mm-hmm. the babies with the flies around their mouths and, mm-hmm. and because we've seen the real Africa right the from beauty of the the the, the, the cultural the cultural diversity the vibrance the people the food the the historic sites the, the it, it's absolutely it's it's one of the, it's the most beautiful continent on the earth. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want people to know that and we want people to understand that this sort of narrative has been a, um, a, a sort of legacy that was sort of presented to us by way of um, the colonizers, mm-hmm. right? Because they wanted to keep us away. They wanted to keep the diaspora away from Africa so they have all the time in the world to exploit. Um, Various countries to exploit the continent, mm-hmm. whether it's for natural resources or not. So we wanted to change the narrative. That's how we started, and we wanted to bring people over to show them what it's really like. And what happened was that uh, we not just changed the narrative about Africa, but we also changed the narrative on how African Americans saw themselves, mm-hmm. which was a byproduct that we hadn't expected. Which mm-hmm. is so powerful, which which is the transformational experience that you experience when you go over there you know you you have a newfound sense of self Mm -hmm. you understand that there is a culture there is a there's a root there Mm -hmm. is a um a past there is an ancestry that i have and i'm not from south carolina but i'm Mm -hmm. from you know nigeria Mm -hmm. or i'm from tanzania or rwanda wherever and and so it's been a it's been a life um it's been a life-changing experience for us it's been very fulfilling and we see it as part of our purpose in Mm a way to to allow people to go back and to to allow them the chance to go back and it's sort of like a pilgrimage it's like our Jewish brothers and sisters you know when they they take advantage of birthright when they're 18 years old they go back to Israel Um, it's very important that you understand where you came from in order to know where you're going.
0: Do you also feel like it's sort of almost therapeutic since you did not have your father as a very active role in your life growing up to be able to connect to him by connecting to where he came from?
2: Absolutely yeah. and, and for us it's uh, the the path was a little bit different because we, we still actually have family over there that we're mm-hmm. in contact with right and we did spend some time there growing up mm-hmm. um, but it definitely has brought us closer closer to our, our culture to be able to go back more frequently and, and, and kind of connect on a deeper level. Mm-hmm. What's one of the
0: most important messages you want people to take out of your time in the, in the, the you know, the, I guess the vision you're trying to spread about Africa?
1: Go back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go back, see for yourself. Mm-hmm. We it's want everybody to go back. There's 400 million people in the diaspora. Yeah. People of African descent that live outside the continent. Mm-hmm. And we want everybody to go back to reconnect with the ancestry and, and celebrate their heritage because mm-hmm. what I keep saying is that we we're not descendants of of um, slaves, we're mm-hmm. descendants of enslaved Africans, which is mm. a big difference. We're 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 descendants of survivors. Yeah. And once you understand that, and you can embody that, and you're empowered and inspired by that, it changes your life. Mm. Um, just just setting foot on the on continent is
2: transformational. Mm-hmm. Just that alone, and no what more we double w- consciousness. From, that's mm-hmm. right. And for 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 African Americans specifically, it's it's what we found, and what the feedback was for uh, um, from the guests we took over here, over there last year um, during the inaugural full circle festival that now turned into the essence full circle festival going forward by way of a partnership with uh, with essence ventures which were you know which is amazing so what we what we uh, what we found um, in terms of the feedback from our guests was that that once you set foot on the continent as an as an African American you you realize that there is a void that you weren't, av- weren't aware of before mm. and you for the first time feel truly welcome and uh, you realize you, you you never truly feel welcome in your own, in your, in your own country so it, it becomes a, a, a deeply transformational experience mm-hmm.
0: and then you guys are going back over again taking yeah. more people back over this year mm-hmm. that's right well, that's what right. are you looking forward to with that trip uh,
1: with, it, with it, it's always it's always so inspirational and fun when you watch people experience it for the first time Mm. you know Mm -hmm. it's like when you people you love and you watch them take these steps these first steps in Africa and Mm -hmm. and reconnect and 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 it's such an eye-opening experience and when you are able to witness that Mm -hmm. you know be a part of that and share share it with people you care about it's it's the best thing in the world. Will you
0: all have an opportunity to go to the door of no return
1: absolutely yeah.
0: that's, a, that's where our next trip we was like we want to go there because um, I'm a descendant of Thomas Jefferson and Sally Hemings and mm-hmm, that whole family mm-hmm. and we believe that the first person with that line that came over came from the Ghana area the west coast mm-hmm. and yeah. so that's why I kind
2: of trace the roots and do all that stuff yeah, and that's, go that's back part there. of what we're doing over there mm-hmm. and, and, um, is going to Cape, Ca- uh, Cape Coast Castle nice and um, you know having all of our guests experience that and now you know, especially with Essence on board now mm-hmm. it's going to be even bigger and, and, and more amazing than, than, uh, than last year
0: I've heard how people in Cape when they go to Cape Coast castle that they like just they cry they ball it's very oh, emotional mm-hmm.
1: deeply emotional
0: is it the same experience every time you go back like yeah it's the
1: same and different uh-huh. right because you're at a different stage in your life mm-hmm. um, when I first went I, w- I can't remember it I was, I was a boy um, mm-hmm. so every time you go is a different experience but it is, it is truly all encompassing mm-hmm. you know phys- it's a physical experience it's yeah. a mental and a spiritual experience that you have that's, that's
2: fascinating to how, how uh, when we see different people processing it differently mm-hmm. right that's so that's uh, amazing And how amazing
0: important it is is it to you as fathers to make sure your kids experience that as well oh it's hugely important
1: mm-hmm. yeah, and it's it's something that will never forget mm-hmm. you know and it, and it's also a celebration of their culture mm-hmm. right because mm-hmm. their their fathers are part Ghanaian they're part African so for them it's it's a direct connection to uh, to their roots mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. so it again. It it informs them as people. It empowers them, uh, and it inspires them to to uh, it. Aspires them. It inspires them to aspire, mm. right? Because mm-hmm. they stand on 400 years of heritage mm-hmm. uh, that infuses them with all of that heritage and all of that strength and, and power to to be the best they can be in their lives.
0: Where can people go to get more information about your trips and your journeys and everything you guys are doing over there?
1: EssenceFullCircleFestival.com.
0: OK, before we go, I need you to give me one piece of advice you would give yourself before you had children.
1: What advice about parenting? Buckle up. <laughs> are
2: you sure?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it. It's not too late to back
1: out. <laughs> yeah.
2: A, en- enjoy every moment mm. will be, be uh, you know, mm. here. There, you know, there are tough times, and there are difficult, difficult times, challenges. But but uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's, there's nothing like it. Mm. There's nothing like it.
1: Yeah. Okay. Same. All right.
0: Well, thank you guys so much for joining us on Daddy Duty three sixty five. Appreciate y'all's time. Keep being amazing fathers out there. Yeah. And you guys keep watching Daddy Duty three sixty five.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Hey everybody before you go, we just want to say thanks again for watching this episode of Daddy Duty 365, but we also need your help to get the word out about this new podcast. So please subscribe, follow, share and set up alerts to be notified of new episodes when they drop every single Wednesday and remember that this podcast is brought to you in part by Comcast. Thanks Comcast.